this is going to be a fantastic show. I'm just telling you. Great. Oh, God. Just the way we like it. Before we start, let's give an over under on how many moments with we're going to have in the next two hours. Well, I'm pouring me some of this in my Coca Cola. So we're going to get some. I know to watch myself now after the last one. Uh, Does anyone know (laughs) what I was talking about, by the way? Because even I don't. Yes, I do. Okay, good. I need to get this down. But I, I need to break it down in my head, but I watched it a few times and it, you were saying that um, Eddie sends pics. Oh, now with the cover thing, like the, takes the picture like an old picture with the cover over it. And your voice just got higher. Apparently, shout out Christopher. I speak Drew. So, okay, give me a number. I'm going to say 15 moments with. Oh, I'm not, no, no, I'm going to say low. like, that's like, a regular uh, yeah. episode. Yeah, that's low for a regular episode. Okay, what do you say, Drew? I say 15. I'm going with 10 because I'm I'm on good behavior. Okay, Eddie? Uh, One every other minute, so what's that, 16? Oh, God. 16? 16. (laughs) I don't want to be here till 7. Two hours, that's 120 minutes. One dollar. One every other 16. One dollar. One (laughs) dollar. You're the worst. And Jen? Uh, 1709. Um, <laughs> all right, start I'll go with eight. Show. Start the counter, somebody. <laughs> okay, last thing. There we go. Never mind. That's, right, that's last the thing. Go ahead. Okay, uh, let me check this cough button. Blah 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 blah. Did, did it cut off? No. At yes. all. Yes, oh, yeah. Okay, thank you. I just want to make sure I can actually like hard mic it. So, all right, Go. are we ready? Yes, we're starting. Okay. Because God damn it, I'm a flashketeer. David <laughs> treats. David treats. Jimmy Kimmel says that I have more talent in my little pinky finger. Yeah, well, he's right about that. Then what? That's it! That's my song! Thank you, thank you. I'll be back for only one more request. It involves a thunderbolt and a... That's my song! This is... Who the hell are you people? Quitters never give up. Go ahead. And uh, from what I understand, quitters never give up. Fucking amazing. But quitters never never give up. Right, right, right. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. Quitters never. What the hell's it called? Quitters never give up. That's it. Quitters never give up. Because I said quitters never give up, and he said that's all they do. You can shove the chicken glue up your asshole. I'm taking the ribeye. Hola, party people. It is quitters never give up number one hundred six. I just got the idea to throw in like a power 106 drop right there because it's 106, but I just didn't have the time to pull that. That would have been kind of cool, I think. Anyhow, <laughs> damn it. Uh, let's say hello to the quitters. Let's say hello to Edwin. Hello up, there. Edwin? Let's say hello to Lindsay coming to you from her car. Hello. Let's say hello to producer Drew. <laughs> How we doing? And Jennifer Sunshine. What up, party people? Oh, man, it's good to see you guys. I am tired. I am sunburnt. I am ready to pass out. But let's get this going. Oh, I'm also Christopher. So let's get this going. All right. uh, Flashback with no intro. Hello and welcome to a very special flashback. Because I'm going to introduce you now. Flashback. And now, flashback. Let's have a look at this. Just play the intro. We might as well take advantage of the fact that Ralph Carmen is on vacation and enjoy the Wheel of Bad Animal Voices because uh-huh. usually he's, the, you know, he's the wet blanket. He's the one who says, don't call. He's not here. I say, let's call away. What do you think? I agree. Let's yes. do the wheel. It's time for the yeah. Wheel of Bad Animal Voices. Where do you think it's going to land? Don't know. It's going to be pretty bad. But Kevin and me don't care, so we'll do it. Yeah, 
different uh, voices, uh, stories, animal stories on the wheel, and then we spin it and we try to find out some more information about the uh, particular story that it lands on. Okay. I-, I will say there is no shortage of animals in the news. It seems like every single day, like this morning, I woke up and saw those kids that were out playing football and they got attacked by a deer. Did you see those kids? No, I didn't. Awesome. Yeah, they think that these, this deer was in a fight with another deer and was chasing another deer and just knocked over this kid, just ran right through him to get to this other deer while they were playing. And I, and I, and I see that story and I think two things. One, I think is that's cool. The other is I hope we get a chance to talk to that deer one day. Right. So that's why we created the wheels because now we, we have maybe a way to reach some of these, some of these animals. We have a renegade kangaroo story. Okay. We have pimp and chimps that's been on here for a while. Mm-hmm. We have the Japanese attack bear. We have the Russian dog girl. <laughs> we have the rock throwing elephant. We have the attack. Komodo dragon, the Argentinian mega colony ants, and the hippie vegetarian spider. <laughs> All right. A news story that we're very excited about. Let's spin the wheel. Oh, look, it stopped on the hippie vegetarian spider. Why, like, you stopped the wheel? What are the chances that it landed right on that? It sounds to me like you faked that. No, no, it stopped you right know, on it. It's right. Or you could let it spin and then just say whatever you want. It you don't stopped. have to actually what stop it What are you people talking it? about? <laughs> A hippie right. vegetarian is- spider. What is the deal? Tell me about the Bagheera Kiplingi. Well, uh, you said it. Bagheera Kiplingi. Okay. Named after the um, Jungle Book. Oh, all right. There are 40,000 species of spiders and some of them are deadly some aren't but all of them catch animals in their webs and then eat them okay insects Insects, yeah yeah. insects yes this one does not do that this one eats uh trees and and leaves and stuff it's the first one that they found that doesn't it doesn't consume other insects it's a vegetarian isn't that odd for the new millennium (laughs) it's bizarre and by the way not only that but they're thieves as well this uh apparently Ants eat these type of leaves, and then what happens is these spiders steal it out of the ants' mouths. So what? they're breaking all the rules. Okay. They're too lazy to actually go eat it themselves. They don't go find it themselves. They wait until an ant gets it and walks in front of them, and then they take it. Oh, my gosh. So they are uh, hairy spiders. You are vegetarian. So they sound like hippies to us, and we asked producer Alex to line up somebody that we can talk to about this story. And I don't know if you got a spider expert for us or what, <laughs> but let's see who's on the phone. Al, come on. Hello, man. Hi, this you- is uh, Kevin Amin Radio Show. Who's this? This is Sunflower, man. Who's this? It's Kevin and Bean still. Mm, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys want, man? We're calling about the uh, story about your spiders. What do you mean? I'm a I'm a spider. What? I'm oh. a hippie vegetarian spider, no man. Oh, yeah. What are the chances, what are the chances <laughs> man? <laughs> spider would answer the phone. Yeah, How about man. that? How are you? Well, we're fine. But what's that? What's going on in the background? It sounds like are you playing a Grateful Dead record? You got it, man. <laughs> I'm just squatting at my buddy Breeze's house up in Berkeley, <laughs> and we're hanging out. We're gonna cruise up to Portland maybe later and go check out fish, man. Okay. <laughs> the band fish. No, some fish. I don't we're know. We're just going to sit and watch because we're compelled. Yeah, man. I got some killer falafels I'm cooked up, and we're just going to cruise up, man. And, you know, because we got the open road and freedom and stuff, man. <laughs> now, what's the deal? All of science is a buzz over the uh, discovery of you and your breed because you don't eat insects. You only right. eat plants and leaves. Why would we do that? Every... Every creature deserves to live, so it's just like harmony on Earth, brother. But out of out of forty thousand discovered species, you're the only one of the spiders that does not eat meat. I'm not going to fall prey to the system, man. <laughs> How do you okay. know about the system? You're because a spider. It's like I've been I've been enlightened, brother. I was at Altamont, and I saw the violence, and I said, I, uh, none of that, man. I doubt it. I doubt you were around in the 60s, And I though. steal. I steal from those those ants because they're greedy corporate shills, man. And, <laughs> and, I, and that's shills? what I'm going to do because I, I ain't going to be one of, your, one of your victims, man. You have a very evolved sense, considering you are A, a spider, and B, I'm even more impressed that you have a phone and that you speak English. Listen, I just realized what life's all about. I was in Greenpeace after I got done 
You know, at that Kent State protest, and uh-huh. I, I saw, you can't I saw the mountains in Nepal, and it just made me rethink what <laughs> life's all about, brother. By the way, and I'm now also- I just cruise around and and I write poetry and I and I sell my falafel with Breeze and my lady um, Tahini, <laughs> and we just go around the What's country. What's your lady's name? Tahini, man. Tahini. You guys want to hear one of my poems, man? Oh, more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good buzz and a real crunchy groove. My lady burned her bra, so she's got big floppy boobs. <laughs> a tie-dye shirt and a nice sack of weed. And my lucky hemp necklace is all that I need. <laughs> Having eight arms is really, really fun. But I don't use deodorant under a single one. <laughs> you can get high, but I can get higher. Because I can smoke eight joints as a big hippie spider. That's <laughs> true, by the way. Very nice. Who's snapping? Are you snapping? I think that's Lisa May, man. Don't your eyes work? How blaze are you, brother? I thought I was high. F*** hippies. Been saying that my whole life. Be saying it until I die. F*** hippies. But not spiders. That's right. That guy's violent, man. (laughs) He needs to tune in and tune out. Okay, so this next one. I want you to remember this date. October 1st, 2009. You're listening to the Kevin and Bean Show. It's time for the showbiz beat. You guys might have noticed. <laughs> time for the showbiz beat. We're not doing that? You guys might have noticed that I'm not as sharp as usual. Okay. And for me, that's saying something. Yeah, we're, we're a little concerned. Something's going on. Something's going on, yeah. Yeah. I have been getting so little sleep for the last two weeks mm-hmm. that I'm about to die. But something happened. And most of the time when I do stupid stuff or whatever, I can laugh about it. This mm-hmm. was not funny to me. Really? <laughs> this was this alarming. That means yes. it's going to be the funniest thing this ever is, to us. This is one of those things where you look at it and you go, what? Oh, no. Something really is wrong with me. Instead of just laughing at it. <laughs> so I hadn't slept for like three days. And you know how you start getting punchy and goofy and then you start just hallucinating? and Yeah. Uh-huh. It's it so can be ru- really serious. So I finally decided one afternoon this past Monday, I, I decided after I went to Vegas, which wasn't the smartest thing. No, when you're sleep deprived, Vegas is the place to go, I think. That's where you get the most rest. Well, you don't get rest, but there's stuff to do while you're not sleeping. That's true. <laughs> so so Monday afternoon I figure here's here's my day. This afternoon I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go into my room, I'm gonna darken everything I'm gonna, so that it's completely dark and Pull black. The blackout curtains. Yes. Right. And I'm gonna put on the uh, the air conditioning really low so I can sleep because it has to be cold for me to sleep. And I put on a fan so no noise bothers me because I my ears are huge. So <laughs> when I'm trying to sleep, you know how a shark can smell blood and water for a mile. Mm-hmm. I can hear like someone walking. You can uh, hear a pin drop everything. in the other room. Wow. It keeps me up. So I put on this fan really loud and I crawl in and it's it's cold and the covers are really warm. And then I think you know what would be really good right now? Strawberry ice cream. I'm in the mood for strawberry ice cream. Mm-hmm. So I got out of bed and I went and got a giant bowl of strawberry ice cream. And then I woke up. What? Okay. What? <laughs> That's how it happened to me. I walked into the room with strawberry ice cream and then I woke up. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yes. Okay. This is a I lost don't even episode? get this. This is a dream? No. I literally got the ice cream and walked into the room, but then I have no memory of what happened. I fell asleep. I guess right then, right afterwards. You okay. got into the bed with the ice cream yes. and fell asleep. Yes. As far as you know. As far as I know. And when wow. you woke up. When I woke up, I saw something that scared me so bad oh, no. <laughs> because it looked like a murder scene. There was oh, strawberry no. ice cream <laughs> on the floor. I was laying in it. <laughs> it was on. The strawberry ice cream was on the wall. What? <laughs> on the wall. What? What could have happened? So then I went into the bathroom to wash off my hands. Strawberry ice cream in the in bathroom. In the bathroom? What? How does this happen? You were like sleep fighting your ice cream? I don't fight. I don't sleep. <laughs> what <laughs> we know in stepbrothers when they sleepwalk and they're like body slamming yes! people. And then it's angry throwing. But I off. don't sleepwalk ever. Well, you did this time. How did that happen? <laughs> it was on the walls. <laughs> in the bathroom too? Yes. All around the toilet, on the sink, <laughs> dude. The wall, the covers. The there was a there was a carpet on the ground. We had to get clean. It cost us like five hundred dollars to get the strawberry ice cream out do of you, it. Do you think you ate it and 
threw it back up? I don't, you said it was around the toilet and on the I don't wall. Think, I don't know. I don't think so because I didn't. I would remember that. You, you remember you had a dream where you were a monkey and you thought you were throwing feces and it was strawberry ice cream. All I know is I got the strawberry ice cream and then I woke up and then I looked around and this is what I saw. How, how much later did you wake up, do you think? Uh, it was about an hour and a half probably. Probably. Wow. Yeah. That is And then bizarre. I started looking at it and I was like, oh no. What could, how could this possibly have happened? That's like a plot from a movie. It's that, and that's not just you a, find a body in the bed yeah, next yeah, to you, and you can't recall it. That's and not just never know. sleepwalking. That's no, it's some, like a seizure or something. Some kind of strange <laughs> strawberry Stroke. ice cream explosion. <laughs> it was everywhere. Okay, that is alarming. If I yes, <laughs> if I went home and I tried to make a mess, I, it wouldn't be as good as this. It was unbelievable. On what? the wall. Yes. And you, you can only think what could have happened during right. that hour and a half. How what is was it, going on? How do I get ice cream on the wall? For example, how does that it's like happen? you nodded off and it fell onto your chest and just melted onto your PJs. Onto the bed. No. It was everywhere. Carpet, walls. Bathroom. Bathroom. Like he was traveling with the ice cream. I was cream. moving. And wow. I was throwing. You blacked out and had an ice cream fight. With myself. With yourself. Yeah. With just with the bed and the wall. You're not to be trusted. I'm not. So you're, that's what I decided. You're a dangerous man. I think oh, you man. need to lock your door at night so you can't get out of your bedroom. And and chain myself to my yes, bed? Yes, yeah. I do. You're like one of those guys who turns into a werewolf with the full moon. <laughs> you got to put yourself in a cage and lock yourself. I don't yourself. know, man. Whatever happens, don't let me out of this room. <laughs> I know I'll tell you that I'm okay, but don't trust me. Don't, <laughs> don't give me any ice cream. Now, he doesn't mention Ambien here, but I think he associates it later. That's the way I remember it. Ambien had something to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I, I remember this happening, too, because it was about the same period where I had the waking moment of me eating a delicious sandwich in my kitchen going, I'm not mad about this, but I'm very confused. So it was just this happened about a week before or a week. <laughs> uh, my sandwich thing was a week after. I'm like, I get you, Kevin. I remember this happening. <laughs> Didn't they do a call-in topic after this? Like yeah. you were on Ambien and you did. I know. Stuff? I know. I tried to call in on this uh, for this exact reason. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's where he admits that this was a an Ambien thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because I was doing the same thing. That was why I was like, "Oh, sneak sleep munchies." <laughs> well, I do remember I sent in an email once about drinks for everyone on the show, and Kevin's was you put crushed Ambien on the rim of the glass. So by that time, he had said something about Ambien. Ooh, that's a margarita. Seriously. <laughs> the Kevin margarita, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Any more clips, Jen? Nope, that's it. Oh, well. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll do the roundup since everybody wants the roundup. Nailed it. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> We get it when you want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. What the hell is this? Let's go over to you be the judge, and uh, they are back after a long hiatus and they've changed their name hey everyone welcome back to you be the judge actually we're doing a little bit of a change to the name here for our podcast to oh so judgy why you ask well because we're having so much fun with the podcast and we wanted to provide a little bit more content other than just the drama stuff and to provide a little insight about other things as well i mean simply put because we have so much fun doing our podcast we just wanted to explore a little bit more but, but not I, anything I like think... in a weird way I, I think before we get into anything, I think yeah. that we should kind of, first of all, you know, address the giant elephant in the room. I mean, I've I've lost some weight. You don't have to call me that. Let's be honest. All the weight that you lost, I found. But I'm not talking about that <laughs> elephant. I'm talking about, you know, the fact that we were missing for so long. Uh, yes, we are definitely going to address that. I was just finishing the intro, but well, I mean, come on, think about it. You know, we were consistent every week. We were putting out content, and then literally all of a sudden, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so apparently, how how I understood it is that he wasn't getting enough oxygen to his brain, which is weird. Mm -hmm. uh, here's them talking a little bit more on it. 
nobody could figure out what was wrong with me. And I randomly just, I, I saw a, a chiropractor and basically she said that I had an air pocket or I'm not an air pocket, something in my neck area that was constricting the oxygen to my brain. She basically turned me into a pretzel and I've felt basically like myself all over again ever since. For lack, for lack of a better word, I guess you could call it an air pocket. Um, I guess. I mean, I went through CAT scans. I went through x-ray, chest x-rays. I went through a stress test. You name it. I went through it and nobody found anything wrong with me other than this older Mexican lady in her garage. And as far as I'm concerned, seems like she's already fixed me. <laughs> and we just want to get right back into doing what we do best, which is having fun with each other. But yeah, camera. <laughs> my wife and I were listening to that. And uh, he went to a curandera. He went to some Mexican lady, rubbed an egg on him, figured out what's wrong with him and then fixed him. Chris, what did you call her? A curandera. And what yes. does that mean? Um, a Mexican healer. Oh, a Mexican cool. Mexican healer lady. Like a yeah. shaman? Well, I guess kind of. It's not quite the same, but she'll give you all the things to get you fixed right. She'll rub an egg on you and, and, and figure out what's wrong with you. Rub an you egg have, on you have to drink a tea made of rattlesnake venom or something. Like, there's, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's some crazy That's ass cool. shit, but trust me, you'll live. All We're right. at least 10 moments in now, guys. <laughs> Well, I'm planning on breaking know. the record in like 2025. 20, <laughs> We're going for it. Seriously. Lindsay, have yes. you ever gotten a bean drop stuck in your head? You know, just something that just sticks with you, something he plays constantly. Like, why do some people tune out? Does that just like stick in your head sometimes? Yes. Well, you're not alone because that happens to Frank Murphy too. Should get the membership. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, uh, that's uh, audibletrial.com slash Frank and Friends show. I almost slipped into Jiminy Glick right there. And I, I, darn you, Bean, for playing um, the most hilarious Jiminy Glick drop I've ever heard um, on your podcast. But it's, you've got Jiminy Glick in my head, and I need to get Jiminy Glick out of my head. Or Bean maybe just shared the clip and we can drop it in. Well, no, I mean, I need to get him out of my head because I'm about to record. Six episodes of the Up Close show. And oh. I have asked, I, I don't do it in the Jiminy Glick voice, but I'll sometimes ask, like Aaron Demergent, I asked him some question that was a total Jiminy Glick question. So it happens to Frank too. I, that was pretty exciting for me just to hear him. And I knew exactly what he was talking about the why do some people turn out? Excellent. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I actually have why, why do people turn out? I'm true now. Yeah, why do people turn out? <laughs> Let's go over to TGP and uh, some of the uh, clips that we made. Some of our comments that made it onto the show. Right? Is that how that's, that's, that, that's, how that's said? Yeah. It's two separate <laughs> moments. <laughs> Almost. Separate. Here we go. This is me talking about a Harry Styles song. What is this? Rel the the old relative meatball. Mm -hmm. Love the it. relative meatball. That's right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's hear from the listeners. Uh, Christopher coming in first. Pop music like this reminds me of the kids in high school who were scared of the music I listened to. Just showing them a Jane's Addiction album cover frightened them. Just like <laughs> just like it frightened lovers. Just like me. Yeah. <laughs> why uh, are those Siamese twins naked? <laughs> and why are there why is their hair on fire? <laughs> it's scary. This scares me. That was a direct callback to last week's episode. I just had to put that in there. But going into that AI discussion and listening to that Harry Styles song, it made me think that that Harry Styles song was written by an AI. Because as they discussed in that, that show, that the second verse just makes absolutely no sense. So I'm just thinking the AI right there is just hallucinating. That was my thought. Let's go to LP submit. As apologies if this is a repeat. I legit can't remember if I submitted this as a mm. Grand Theft Auto song. Anyone who watched Hannah on Amazon Prime might also recognize it. So, yes, it's got video game themes, uh, not mm. not F45 or Orange Theory themes. So, Lindsay, your your glory was was dashed out. I'll say this moment. to Lindsay. I'd like to speak to her directly for a second, Lindsay. You take up a weird amount of thought space in my head thinking about you playing GTA. I, every time I see a GTA commercial or GTA something, I'm like, man, Lindsay, 
GTA, really? <laughs> Somehow, I don't know much about GTA. I don't, I'm, I'm just amazed by the whole thing. I don't want to know more. I just want to continue to kind of occasionally think about it and be like, what is going on with Lindsay and GTA? It's that's, a fun thought exercise for you. There's a lot going on, apparently. I want you to know that, that uh, even though I'm changing my vote from yes to no, I liked your song, and I'm obsessed with the idea of you playing GTA. So that's it. There you go. I edited these really, really fast. What's the song? Yeah, I need to know the well, song. Now. I don't know what the song was. What was the song, Lindsay? Oh, that's funny. You didn't play your uh, AI reaction to the song, Christopher. Zombie by Sweatshop Boys. All right, next is. song. What, no, it, what, what, what was there some follow up to asking why <laughs> that's all? I, <laughs> I well, it, it was very. It was it's prevalent into the whole conversation. I was just like, why? What? What song is this? Like, I'm sorry, I don't know what we're we're ta- discussing here. So. He didn't play it. That's why I was like, oh. like, oh yeah. I was just like anyone that doesn't know what's going on. Okay, what? Yes. So what happened? What had happened was I had seen, I'd heard this song from Hannah, but the the parts that were in Hannah, which is not related to video games, I don't think in any way, shape, or form. Um, I googled that song, or actually Amazon Prime does a really good job of actually identifying songs when you're listening to, which is great, but I then looked it up and enjoyed this song enough to submit it at one point, but I think, as I remember it, I knew this was a losing battle when I submitted it, and I was really dreading hearing what everybody was going to say, so then I heard that it was maybe more positive than the last experience and then fucking my hopes were dashed dashed i tell you dashed because we didn't like the song or i believe what happened is that there were enough votes to call it whatever they call a fork which is like a split and then because one of them like really didn't want this to succeed they changed their vote to no so that it wasn't a fork anymore and that's why they're talking about me being disappointed with them okay i don't understand loves changed his vote last minute and that that's where the heartbreak comes in because your song didn't because there's there's three levels there's the guild which is everybody votes on it unanimously that it's a great song (laughs) there's a fork which is three of the people, audience included, votes that the song should be in the guild. And then yeah. there's a arrow into the crowd, which means that nobody really votes for it. Yeah. Or not enough people vote well, for it. A one person shoots into the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. So Lindsay got a, you know, went from a fork to a, a shot in the crowd. Uh, because Lubs was, was trying to honor his brother. Like, because his brother voted no, and he was, I don't know. But it's very disappointing. And then there's a special message for me, just so sweet. <laughs> All right, next song. Uh, this one was a Gilberto Gil song. It was a Soquero Um Choro. It's a Brazilian song, and it was very, very different than what they normally play. And this is my comment on it. I've always loved the funky triangle and accordion in Foro. <laughs> this song need more triangle, but it's still a yes for me. Hey, there you go. Did he, did, did, <laughs> read the word there. Did he say four o? In four in four o. Uh, yeah. What oh. did he say? Uh, yeah, four o. Yeah, he he's got a little. That's actually a style of music. Oh, like, what? There we go. Luke, you've danced for ho. Blake, you've danced it at my oh, wedding reception. That was go. the dance that Raquel taught us all. That we had to act like goofballs at my wedding reception. Freaking, the culture just. Christopher, you freaking badass. That's amazing. And Christopher, Christopher's got a lot of levels. So I. Apparently, Lubs' wife is Brazilian, I imagine. That's what I gathered from the, the conversation. Because they were they played Fajo at the wedding, and he knows a little bit more about Brazilian music than the rest of the guys. And I know Brazilian music because I studied Brazilian music. Um, Luke didn't like the triangle in the song. I'm going to play the song because it's, it's a badass song. See. I think I'm
Yeah, so Luke didn't like the triangle, and I love the triangle. I used to have one of those triangles. Oh, no, that's a that's a dinner bell. I'm coming for tacos and dancing and cerveza. Oh, I, that's what that's 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 all that signals. Yeah, it, fast it, and it, furious. Fast and furious. <laughs> Everything goes back. Yeah, it, it, the, you know, so it was good to hear a little bit of background of Lubs and that he's a little bit more. Uh, he likes Brazilian music like I do. But anyhow, let's go over the Ralph report and, and <laughs> try and land this boat. Oh, my God. <laughs> we spend so much time talking about our appearances on other podcasts now. It worries well, me. Well, Lindsay just cuts them out anyways. So If we don't talk about it, who else will? Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we started this, to talk about ourselves. I thought we were talking about the whole loop that we're on. It's a synergy. It's a yeah. synergy. Yeah. What was that called? Drew synergy the, like a trivection oven. No, the the AI loop you were talking about earlier. Oh, logic. uh, logic loop. Yeah, it's where you get the your your so logic is what. <laughs> I was just asking what the term was. I wasn't asking. I know, I know, I know, I know. I was just trying. That's I was waiting for the break. Okay, go. I, I, you got me though. You got me. Well done. All right, uh, on the rough report, we've talked about Ralph and his uh, pets, right? How he takes care of his uh, rabbit last week, and now we're talking. Now we find out about Jen's dog. Jen's dog Phoebe. Yeah, Phoebe. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing about Phoebe: she's a bolter. She likes to take off. Yeah, she sees her daylight and she's gone. It's yeah, yeah. she's like uh, a running back. Yeah. She sees that hole in the line, and she's just she darts, man. she's got an extra gear, as they say in football. <laughs> so apparently, the door was ajar when I walked through because Uh-oh. both of my hands were full. Well, yeah. The By the time I got downstairs and out the door, oh. Phoebe's nowhere to be found. Gone, gone. So I start walking up and down, and like you do if you're a dog owner, you sound like an idiot. You yeah. start just yelling the name at the top right. of your lungs. Of course, Phoebe treats. Baby treats. <laughs> Please come back. Because here's the thing, boys and girls. I don't know if you've ever known this, but it's one thing to lose your own dog. Ah. It's another thing to lose somebody else's yeah, dog. Yeah, that's it. I mean, the only recourse at that point is to get all your stuff together and move out of the house. Before she gets Before home. Before she gets home. Exactly. <laughs> could you imagine if you lost your dog? Man. Could, could I imagine if I lost my fiance's cats? Yeah. I. That's. <laughs> there's a reason they have never escaped. Um. I'm not making that mistake. They're no. chained to the ground, right? Oh, pretty much. They hit the door, and I'm tackling them like a linebacker. <laughs> Have you lost one of her cats? No, I haven't, but they get out. They are bolters like Ralph's dogs. I can get them back. It's not a problem. The thing is, I just don't want to be the one to have her come home and go, where's my kitties? I'm like, we got two of the three. So <laughs> I don't want to do that, but yeah, they, 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 they both at the same time, like they also, in all fairness, they, if I let them kind of out, like if I catch them bolting and hang around the front yard and just do lawn work, they will kind of come back around and I get them in, but it's the same there. I understand his concern of like the, the treats are out so I can lure the cats back in, um, what is the call you use to get the cats back? Uh, there are, it's not. If they get out and get under a car, it is a sweep kick like Ninja Turtles. Um, <laughs> where I, I have to get down to the ground and sweep kick under the car to get them to move, and then after like that, double dragons. Oh, straight up. Then I, I get, that's the move, and then like if, if it's snowing or raining, it really sucks. Um, which they want to come back in at that point, too. So I don't know why they're dicks, but they're like, no, I'm under here. It's halfway defrosted. I'm going to wait out a bit. And then I sweep kick and then they come out and I'm like, all right, we go inside and they walk right up the door. Like, yeah, we got you. It's only been three hours. It's like that cutscene in Street Fighter where they're the bonus level where they're fighting. That's right. Straight up. Like it's a full on Hadouken. Let's go over to the Ralph report, or let's stay on the Ralph report. You been- on the report? <laughs> Whoa, oh my God, we're done. It's been an hour and a half. I know. Uh, 
Have you ever seen on a TV show where they recast a character? Well, that yes. happened on the Ralph Report. You know what we used to have as pets? Back when, when I was uh, looking for gold in the mines. We... <laughs> Why is he sound like Bill Cosby now? <laughs> what happened to Prospect Blair? You don't get to say what I sound like. I'll hornswoggle you, boy. I wonder what happened to Prospector Larry, because that is not him. This is Cosby acting as Prospector Larry. I don't like it. Damn, I was trying to get my career back, and now I've been found out by the guy with the things of the mics and Ikes. I'll be leaving now. Thank you. Wow, you caught him. You caught Bill trying to work his way into the podcast. Prospector Larry's gone missing, though. Yeah, where is Larry? I don't know. That week I took off. I came back. Jackpot was still here. and, uh, and Larry's gone. Larry was nowhere to be Somebody found. Somebody ate Larry. I'm just saying. <laughs> Ralph got really confused <laughs> on what his voice was, and Bill Cosby came out. Yeah, you no, know, I get that because I do voices and occasionally the wrong voice comes out. And especially if I'm not recording it, it's hilarious. But uh, I applaud Ralph for going with it. And then also, uh, oh, God, Eddie for being like, like, what what happened to what happened to Prospector Larry? Like, did did he get a drug or something? Did did he get the coffee <laughs> treatment? Like, that was about what happened. Oh, this is good news if you're a fan of oops, oops. American Horror Story. I didn't stop my thing. I'm sorry. Oops. American Horror Story with Lindsay Jordan. <laughs> exactly. Just do your thing. You're good. No, no, go ahead. You've, you... I don't know where I don't know where we're at at this point. That's that. I thought that was a segue and you were nailing it. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Why do people turn out? <laughs> well, someone needs to go find Prospector Larry. He must be down a mine or something. <laughs> I think I think he's I think he's been murdered. <laughs> Speaking of murder, Kim Kardashian's on the American Horror Story. Oh, this is good news mm -hmm. if you're a fan of American Horror Story on FX. They've just announced Kim Kardashian is joining the cast Why? for season 12. It is a horror story. Well, they need a, a boost. I they got to kill her, right? Right away. That they're was my thing. I said on social off. media, if she's murdered, I'm in. I'll watch, I'll watch the show up until when <laughs> she gets slaughtered. <laughs> and then I, I can't make any guarantees after that. You may earn my, uh, my attendance, but. Oh, I don't want to watch her act. Oh. She's awful. Be behind, beside being an awful human being, she's just. Have you ever seen her try to act? She's dead behind the eyes. Just dead. There's nothing There's there. Nothing going on. Nothing. The, the skims have strangled out any soul that she may have in her body. Kim K on American Horror Story. And Ralph says she has to die. I say they just do the Groundhog's Day and she just dies every episode. Oh, a different way to kill her. I am 100% down for that. Just every episode starts off that she walks into an elevator and it just drops every single episode. <laughs> and just, it's Groundhog Day. I'm down. The way to keep the attention is that it starts off and you don't know how she's going to die. And she just has a bunch of like Final Destination near misses. And then eventually she... Gets, oh, gets she walks down a staircase because the elevator's out of service, and the staircase just has a, like a leg that collapses that she falls through. Oh, I I got this. Yeah, yeah. You just see a piano slowly pushed off the edge of a building, and then it falls towards her, but it just misses her, <laughs> and she gets hit by us. Tune into our new podcast with Christopher and producer Drew on Blaze Kim Kardashian <laughs> dies in sci-fi shows. Well. <laughs> Do you remember the old show by the guys that made Naked Gun? Every episode would start with a celebrity dying. So maybe they could do that. And it only took like 10 seconds. Wait, what, what show? show? Was, uh, well, was it Naked Gun? It was yeah, Leslie yeah. Nielsen, the one the Naked Gun uh, movies uh, were based Police on. Squad. It was Police, Police Squad. Squad. Thank yeah, thanks. Yeah, that was, I know that theme very well. Yeah, every yeah. opening would say special guest star, and the guest star would die within five seconds. And that's all he was in. So if you do that with Kim Kardashian, I could take like five seconds of her and that's it. Right, oh, so I brought the room to a screeching halt on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I don't even know what you're talking about, too. Oh, I, world. 
I don't, but I was just thinking about like if she was like thrown into a wall and you know, like the roadrunner, like her big ah, have a really big butt. <laughs> the shape would have like really big nice. butt. <laughs> this is so dumb. I I get what you're saying, and I want this to be a thing, please. There goes high voice Drew again. <laughs> Oh, man. Speaking of TV shows made specifically for people, Bean found a TV show made specifically for him. It's called Not Dead Yet. Have you heard about that? It's really, really cute. It is the story of a woman who works at a small town newspaper, and she is the obituary writer. Oh, and you're in. You needed no more to be into that. Right. It's my dream job, right? Being <laughs> an obituary. I'm fascinated with people who write obituaries. And... The, t the twist on this show is the person that dies appears to her as a ghost, and she spends time with them while she's researching and writing her obituary. So oh. it's very clever, and it has all sorts of great guest stars that are playing the dead people. Oh, Martin Mull, I think, was oh. in the, the first episode. Julia Sweeney is one who died. Brittany Snow comes in in another one. So it's got a, a kind of a fun rotating cast, but it's a, a workplace uh, newsroom uh, comedy uh, with that it. twist about the ghost. So I, I really think it's cute. Ghosts and obituaries, and uh, it's just perfect for being, being, for being, being. <laughs> it says perfect for being. <laughs> do you want to do that again? We can just get. We can just do a second take right now before. No, we get that was it. perfect. That well, was no, well, Ghosty appear on that show, Christopher. Oh yeah, maybe. But I don't remember how to do that voice. It's kind of like do what they... I tried to do Stockdale last week. It just like Stockdale. <laughs> Ghosty. Do they have obituary writers still? Is that still a thing? I mean, yeah. I'm asking just because when my dad died, I had to write it. You know what I mean? And then you just send it in. Uh, I have a friend that does it for a local newspaper, but you still have to pay the newspaper to yeah. do it. And it, it's basically her side gig in the paper. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would imagine a famous person they write an obituary for. But if it's someone, you know, you would have to submit your dad's. Yeah. Anyone that's not famous. That's I imagine that's how it works. Uh, Bean gives an obit on Al Jaffe. This yeah. is not going to be a name that everyone knows, but, and I'm sure you didn't grow up reading Mad Magazine like I did, right, Allie? I went to Clark Drugs and would buy Mad Magazine <gasps> as a kid because I couldn't wait to fold up the little face in the back. That oh was my the greatest God. thing to me. Now I'm in love with you. That's oh, so me. impressive. The man Thank who you. invented the mad fold-ins and oh. also the snappy answers to stupid questions, which is one of no. my very favorite segments, Al Jaffe has passed away. He was oh. in the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest career as a comics artist, almost 80 years as a working cartoonist. Al Jaffe wow. worked for Mad for 65 years. Oh, Allie. my gosh. <laughs> Here's the worst part of it, and I don't want to tear up here, but when somebody is cut down in their prime it's even doubly tragic he was only 102 and we've oh, already lost him i figured if he worked there for 65 years he was no spring chicken probably not I a did not dude, expect so. that age yeah wow weren't we talking about how they made fun of people dying and here we go with them making fun of well them joking about al jaffe dying at 102 i guess that's where we get it from you're not a joke at 102 what was that they said you're allowed to joke at 102. That's uh, true. Uh, yeah. Well, and he did work at Mad Magazine, which is a very funny magazine. So for 65 years, though, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Oh my god, you're allowed to make the death jokes at that point. Kids, there used to be these <laughs> things called magazines. They're paper. You'd go to the store and read them. Well, you didn't tell the our joke because Christopher sent this to me, and I didn't even read the headline. I'm like, wasn't he like over a hundred? And in the headline, it says he dies at 102. So yeah, Christopher said, I, don't ever change. And I'm like, I couldn't if I tried, unfortunately. <laughs> All right, last thing I got. Did you ever know that Bean did Married with Children? What? The TV show Married with Children. Hey, let's go see a TV taping. And you'd go right. and you'd see 
a married with children or something like that actually being recorded. Right. I don't even know that they do that. I don't know that there's any shows anymore. I'm sure our tea backers will let us know, but I just thought that was curious because that's the way television was for what, 70 years, right? Yeah. And, and I love that you picked a show from 70 years ago as well. <laughs> I don't know why that was the one that came to mind, <laughs> except that was the one that I was on a couple of times. So I was That's actually true. in the uh-huh. room doing my part live. Humble so. brag. <laughs> That's, oh, yeah. That's quite a brag in 2023 is that I was on a couple of episodes <laughs> of Married with Children. Although I do still get a very juicy paycheck out of yeah. that. I do still get my Screen Actors Guild, four cents here, 11 cents there. It all adds up. I can't complain. I'm not knocking any money, right? No. Why would you? (laughs) It's good times. So Bean played a DJ named Rick Cool. It sent me down a rabbit hole. This is Bean on Married with Children. Go with him! Go with him! Go with him! Go with him! That must be the name of my song! People think the name of that song is Go With Him, but it's not. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Well, here's our third song of 5,000 in a row. We're going for the world's record. Two full years of uninterrupted music. This is Rick Cool, the fifth monkey, heading home to his depressing studio apartment on the Poe side of town. He's Rick Cool for the middle age. That was hilarious. That was one of my all-time favorite Married with Children shows. Basically, Al Bundy is trying to find this the name of this oldie song and trying to figure out what it was. And he spends a whole episode looking for this song. And actually, um, Joey from Friends is on this show. Yeah. Guest stars. Yes. Yeah. Whom, whom, him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what season and what episode? So we can go find it. It's season five, uh, episode 17. I was in second grade when this came out. It was before the Challenger exploded. No, it was not. Well, okay, 94. then it's, 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 I was literally going to say it's literally that week. Congratulations. So, what? Uncle Drew. What is happening? <laughs> Uncle Drew's lost it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um uh, uh wow this one was um, called wow wow to for me too <laughs> what is happening <laughs> is episode 17 uh from, from season five called uh oldies but youngins okay. um and it, it is absolutely one of the best episodes. It doesn't have a lot of that crude married with children, or those crude married with children cancelable jokes, but it, it, it's it's pretty hilarious. What happened, Lindsay? Nothing. Just just listening to you descend into moments. Well, point them out. I want to laugh too. I you know I'm just marking in my head the timestamp of them, but it's. We're at 25, I think, at this point. Maybe 30. That's what I was shooting for. Damn. The second episode he was on was also one of my favorite, where where Al gets glasses, and he plays the TV announcer. Hey, there we go, sports. Good old American entertainment. You know, the problem with women is they'll watch anything. Yeah. We're more selective. Right. Who's playing? I don't know. All right. (laughs) We'll be right back with our Cuban Little League Game of the Week. This could be good. Hmm? And don't forget to order our fabulous sports bloopers that weren't quite funny enough to make it on the 20 other tapes that we're selling. And now, let's have our sports quiz for the day. And the first caller with the correct answer wins $100. hundred bucks? Hey, Al, you know a lot about sports. Maybe you could win the hundred and buy yourself a newer Dodge. <laughs> no chance. These questions are so obscure, you have to have no life whatsoever to get the answer. Who played center field for the Chicago White Sox in the 59 World Series? Jim Landis. I know that. Answer. Jim Landis. The number is on the bottom of your screen. Got it! Jim Landis. Hold everything. We've got a winner. <laughs> my name? Uh, Jefferson Darcy. That's my money. You, I'm sorry, Al. you got to be quicker. It's a young man's world. <laughs> <laughs> that voice there was Ted McGinley. Remember Ted McGinley, Edwin? 
Yeah, he came into a show when it was like jumping the shark. He was always in the last few seasons of shows. Well, he spent a long time on Married with Children. Yeah, yeah. he started on Married with Children. No, he did. He came in after the other guy left. Yeah, yeah. yeah after the Steve. the first test with Steve. Yeah, right. Steve left Marcy, and then he came in because yeah, we're not going to explain right. it. That guy went on the Love Boat like towards the end. Yeah. Uh, Happy, Happy Days, days towards the, the end. Yeah. So he replaced Richie. Yeah, Richie yeah. Cunningham. Can he come I on know. our show? We're near the end. I, I know I'm going to regret asking this because we just heard the entire episode, but what season and episode was that one? That one is season six. That one's episode seven of season six, and it's called If I Could See You Now. The end is the best because he, he gets to see how bad his life is, and that's the, the big joke at the end. So make sure to watch that one. That one's a good one. I don't need the, to. I just heard it all. <laughs> you we got the cliff many. notes. And then the next appearance. He was... <laughs> Wait, didn't they use that clip where Bean says we have a winner? I think they used that drop on the show. Yeah. I, I pulled that drop, too, for next time we play a game. Nice. Lindsay, you have a game prepared? <laughs> I have a game called. <laughs> the Fast and the Furious? Is that Grand, what it's called? Grand Theft Auto Live at Christopher's house. or okay. Grand uh, Theft Auto Fontana. The obituary <laughs> writing for Christopher, who will die editing this episode. <laughs> I'll be in Vegas. So then this episode was going to come out in June, it sounds like. Yeah. It's on time. On point. All right, that's the podcast roundup. Let's go to the week that was. By the way, I can't end anyone like I would have planned to. Yeah, I tried several times. Three minutes into those, that clip. trying. To I'm the captain now. Right that's you. what it is. Look at me, sure. I'm the captain now. No, I am the captain now. <laughs> One of the things that the host is supposed to do is make the other hosts, co the other participants, co-hosts, which is what yeah. I've always been doing. But Christopher is the captain now, and he's he's demanding the three-hour podcast and all control over it. <laughs> How do I do that? Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin. No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> One, three, it's a new day. Our feature presentation. Week of love. 2012. We have oh. a new enemy oh. of fun. Who? We're doing the week that was April 9 to 13, 2012. They were coming off of April Foolishness. This was the one where Brad Williams kind of blew up. He did the famous lap dance for Lisa May. Everybody agreed he had the set of the night. And here's what could have happened, though. And guess who's instigating? Of course, the Kev dog. And Brad Williams and I are standing over on the side of the stage. And I think to myself, what would be funnier than Brad Williams running out and, and humping Larry oh, King's leg? I'm so glad that didn't happen. So I'm talking to Brad. We're over on the side. And I, I started offering him money, as I do. I said, I'll give you $100 if you go out and hump Larry King's leg. And he sort of wanted to do it anyway. Oh, my God. Uh, $200, $300. And now he's thinking seriously oh, about no. it. Yeah. $400. And I finally got up to $500, which is as high as I was going to go. And Brad's like, that's it. I'm in. So Brad like gets ready and he's just about to run out on stage when Larry King is out there. And for some reason, I don't know why this happened, but we have a new enemy of fun. Brad changed his mind at the last second. Nope. We have oh. a new enemy oh. of fun. Who? Who indeed? I'm just building the substance here. Well, let, let's just go. Let's Wait, I know. can we guess? Okay, sure. Does anyone else know? Because I think I know. Go ahead, Lindsay. Isn't it Dave? That's oh, right. That's what I was going to say. What's fun about this story is we have like three different versions. Here's Kevin telling how it started. Now here's the King of Mexico telling how he jumped in. Dave, the King of Mexico. <laughs> I turned and looked. And Dave was rustling Brad. He was holding on to him like in a chokehold. <laughs> right. And they were rolling around on the floor. And I was like, Dave, come in here right now, please. And I was like, what are you doing? And he said, this is, you guys can't do this. You can't do this. I was Not like, my fault. I was like, why can't we do this? So there we are. Kevin instigating it. The King of Mexico stopping it. 
And Brad calls in and he gives his side of the story. I said, yes, I take a, I, so I go back to get a, a running start. Literally, I take two steps to start to go on stage and like Ray Lewis hitting a receiver over the middle, Dave, <laughs> Dave commits a hate crime and tackles a midget. <laughs> Mexico <laughs> dives literally is smothering him. So you were Tackled at the point him. where you had yes. agreed to do it. You had made a deal and you literally were taking a few steps back so that you can get a running start to head out on the stage. I mean, it was one second away from happening. Remember how old Larry King was at the time. I think that might've killed him having uh. somebody run out, jump on him. So we can thank Dave, the King of Mexico for saving his life. Can we? <laughs> Thanks, Dave. But that did lead to the great Lisa May lap dance with uh, with Brad. That's still on YouTube. And Brad's got serious moves. He's not just funny. He can actually dance. Now, we got one more version. of what, what is that movie? It's called Rashomon, I think, where everybody tells a different part of a story. So now this is a friend of Jay Moore's who came to April Foolishness. Now, he got some mushrooms, and then he came to the show. And then he happened to get involved in this story. I get backstage and I hear people laughing and I hear jokes and I see Bob Saget and John Stamos and I'm going, you know, you know, full house. Like this is, a, this is truly a happy, safe it's place. A good, happy place. It's happy place. It's full house. And there's comics and there's 6,000 people laughing. I'm okay. I'm okay. And they look out on stage and there's a midget doing a lap dance. <laughs> I go, and that wasn't cool? He goes, no, that was not cool because I didn't know it was a midget. I thought the chick was huge. <laughs> I go, you were that high? He goes, yeah, I, how do I know? He goes, I'm 200 feet from the center of the stage. I don't know. It's a he looks like a midget, but maybe he's just like a buff dude, like that cat from Naughty by Nature. You know, <laughs> he's right. He's four foot four, and maybe there's just you know, maybe well, maybe he's five four, and she's like in the WNBA, and it's That's like right. a, maybe he pulled her up on stage because of her size. <laughs> uh, it's just I thought that was one of the fun. That was my funny story. Yeah, that would be scary if you're all high and you think you see. Am I seeing a giant person? And uh, yeah. So I don't blame the guy. Mushrooms are no. I think even if you're straight, seeing that happen would have kind of messed you up. Okay, 2012, that was when Betty White joined Twitter. Uh, any guesses of how Kevin would react to that? Uh, did not care. Thumbs right. down? No. Thumbs down. <laughs> well, let's find out. Uh, I have a musical question for you guys. Why does Kevin hate old people? Why does Kevin hate baseball? Why does Kevin hate? Why does he hate the Beatles, Al Roker, and wine drinkers? Why does Kevin hate anything made before 1985? That is so dumb. What will Kevin hate today? Betty White. Yes, Kevin was furious, and they asked him, well, why? She's a legend. You know, she's still doing good work. Hello there. I'm Betty White. Welcome to Off the Rockers, where seniors prefer to age disgracefully. Four! What the hell? What do you know? A hole in one. <laughs> oh, it's amazing it how much fun you can have if you've got the balls. Oh, she said if you've got the balls. And she's 85. That's more about golf than it is about being old. That's crazy. Why does Kevin hate that's a joke someone would make play if if Bob Saget was hitting a golf ball in a sketch on a show. But Bob Saget he would, say would say balls. He would say that's not funny. Let's rewrite it to make it funny. For her, it's just the fact that she'll say the word balls. Everybody goes, wow, that's, I don't know. It just drives me crazy. It didn't drive me crazy when she was younger because when you're younger, you say those types of things. This is the well, only old thing. Old people aren't allowed to say balls. It's the only <laughs> thing she does now. Is she's an old, old lady and she has sexual innuendo. So that was Kevin's take. He doesn't like old people with their innuendos. What's funny is every time he said innuendo, now I'm doing it. What? Innuendo. <laughs> he said it a different way. It's the sexual innuendo from the 90-year-old. I don't need it. Innuendo, innuendo, innuendo. Innuendo. Exactly. <laughs> Ralph makes a great point. And this is something we're going to have to hold Kevin to now that he's on KLOS. 
Have you ever heard retire. our show? Have you ever heard this radio show? Yes. <laughs> you know how much sexual innuendo and ball stalk we do? Should she do What's Up Your Ass? Should she do that comedy? Uh, you know what? If we're 95 years old and still doing this, someone should shoot us in the head. Well, yes. I think someone should have shot and it's, a long time me. ago. Okay, Kevin, you're on the clock. If you're still making these jokes with Sluggo when you're 95, you know what's going to happen. Next up, we do, have. Edwin? What are you going to do? <laughs> I'll just go and say, stop it. You know, that's all I'll do. I'll do this. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. <laughs> Next up, we have uh, Internet Roundup. Internet? Internet Roundup. There was so much in your rondo in that Internet Roundup. Oh, my God. This one, I, I'm Lindsay. I'm looking at you. I bet you can jump in and say who it is or what the drop was. Okay, you're on the clock. Got it. All right. Here's my new favorite video for 2012. I love this woman so much. This is going to remind you of our old friend Antoine Dodson. You remember him, the rapist oh, in yeah. Lincoln Park? He became an overnight sensation because he was interviewed on the news after somebody tried to break into his apartment. Right. Well, this lady is telling the local news in New York what happened when a fire broke out. Anybody got time for that? Right. I knew you'd get it. And her name is Sweet Brown, and I love her so much. One resident describes her horrifying experience when she first realized the complex was on fire. Well, I woke up to go get me a cold pop, and then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. <laughs> then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life, and then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> I just love her so much. She's the best. That one sounds like uh, it could be a lot of people. So if you forget, it was Sweet Brown. She was on the news. Oh, Sweet Brown. No, nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Drew was a doing a dramatic job. reading of that, too, or a dramatic lip sync. We got to release that as a, uh, what do they call that, a lip dub? A lip dub, yeah, whatever. I Trust me, I know Sweet Brown. Mm. You know her? What do you mean? Uh, I know I know Dang. her sweet words. <laughs> I wish I had the Kevin sexy music. That's all I need. Yeah, Drew. <laughs> Drew's got a crush on Sweet Brown. I get Lisa May, you get Sweet Brown. Oh, if you guys didn't know, I'm done with uh, the week that was. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Take us home. Am I saying goodbye? What's happening? <laughs> Land this boat, Lindsay. There's a, there's not a boat. There's a neighbor. There's a sickle. Uh, thanks for listening to Quitters Never Give Up. I'm not quite sure who we're sponsored by or what platform we're on, but there are some places where you can leave messages for us. I think Anchor isn't a thing anymore. Um, so it's Spotify for podcasters, and there's a URL to leave a message. But as you can see, nobody likes us, so we're not going to be left messages anymore. Um, and we're on Instagram, I feel, and I think we're on Twitter as well, uh, potentially Facebook <laughs> and Christopher is, is actually going to fall asleep live. <laughs> I, I've already fallen asleep. Go to sleep, Christopher, please. In fact, Do I, not uh, take a bowl of ice cream with you though. No yeah, strawberry right. ice cream.
todos los días y momentos. And they give him his harmonica back? You know, I, I, <laughs> let me find the creepy alert drop here. Uh, oh, 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 it's not playing. Er, are yeah, you? Creepy alert, creepy alert, creepy alert. <laughs> the fuck was that? <laughs> creepy alert. <laughs> yeah, that's the new alert. That's the new alert right there. That's, that's, that's the image we share when that comes up from now on. Hmm. Creepy alert, creepy alert. There it goes. Finally it worked. Sorry. <laughs>